we are back with some college football action here for week four and this college football season is flying by but we got some great games here for saturday so let's jump right into the car with an early big 12 game Baylor taking on Iowa State Baylor comes into this game as the 16th overall team in the hot tip power rankings Iowa State is the seventh overall team and you know for Iowa State obviously got the big win over in-state rival Iowa a few weeks back wins over SEMO in Ohio as well and really they've got this team cooking here to start the season Fort Baylor wins over Albany and Texas State do go on the road and lose to BYU in overtime and they had a little bit of struggle in that game certainly did not look like the team um, that won the Big 12 a year ago Blake Sappin at quarterback for Baylor has only passed for 535 yards over the first through games really need to see more performance out of him Presley at wide receiver just needs to get more involved with this offense overall and they have been solid in the run game you know that's kind of the one saving Gary's for Baylor at the moment 237 rushing yards so far this season um, but they need to just get more going from this offense especially going up against a team like Iowa State I mean Hunter Deckers leads this team in passing with 745 yards not to mention eight touchdowns through the air for him in Iowa State um, Xavier Hutchinson really is a guy at the wide receiver position who I think will have another great game I mean 319 yards five touchdowns for him for Baylor containing him is probably the key to winning this game but I think that's going to be a very very tall task to do Brockett running back has also been solid with 280 yards this season and overall a lot of the success for this Iowa State offense has come from up front their offensive line has just been extremely good this season and it's a defense or sorry it's an offense in Iowa State that can be very very dangerous heading into Big 12 play here defensively they've also been pretty strong as well I mean Iowa State's only given up 10 points um you know in their first three games they haven't given up more than 10 points to any of their opponents granted Baylor's going to be a little bit tougher of an opponent than that I don't know that that stat um is going to hold overall the Baylor defense hasn't been horrible as well giving up 290.3 yards per game but Baylor struggled a little bit to keep up with BYU. They end up, you know, scoring a late touchdown, end up forcing overtime in that game, a game that they ultimately lose. We're able to, to come back there. But like I said earlier, it's just not the same Baylor team that won the Big 12 a season ago. And when we look at this Iowa State team offensively, they have been very, very strong this season. It's an Iowa State team that at home, I really think they could run away with this game. I think Baylor's going to struggle to slow down their offense. I think they're going to struggle to get through the Iowa State defense. And overall, I think Iowa State is just a much better team in this matchup. So I'm taking Iowa State minus two and a half here against Baylor. Next up, we head to the American for North Texas taking on Memphis. North Texas comes into this one as the 115th overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Memphis is the 62nd overall team for Memphis. They obviously opened the season with a loss at Missouri State, but have definitely bounced back since then. Great wins over Arkansas State and Navy here in the last two weeks. For North Texas, they did play in week zero. So, um, you know, wins over Texas Southern and UTEP, losses to UNLV and SMU. They've kind of just struggled a little bit against the better teams Austin Anoon for North Texas has played fairly well I mean 945 yards nine touchdowns on the here for him certainly not a bad stat line he's done a really good job spreading the ball around six of North Texas's wide receivers have over 100 yards 
But in the same breath, they don't have just that one, you know, breakout playmaker that they can necessarily look to um, when, when things are starting to go awry. But their rushing game has been strong as well. Two rushers over 300 yards. They're averaging 220 rushing yards per game. And overall, it's an offense that has played very, very well. But in the UNLV game, in the SMU game, they certainly struggled, especially in that SMU game. And I think this Memphis defense could really be a hard test for them. We look over at the Memphis offensive side of things. Seth Hannigan at quarterback leads the way with 940 yards and six touchdowns. Pretty much identical stat lines for these two quarterbacks, but Memphis has done it in one less game this season. Gabriel Rogers has been a great wide receiver for this Tigers team. 214 yards on the season for him. Um, they also have three rushers over 100 yards, and it's an offense that's really just been cooking for Memphis. I mean, averaging 449 yards per game, putting up 34 points seven points per game i think we see more of the same out of this memphis squad in this game their defense could be a little bit better they're not the best but they still have only gave up 410.3 yards per game which is by no means a good stat line but you compare that to north texas who's gave up 502.5 yards per game Memphis does have the edge on the defensive side of things and a 12 and a half point spread is by no means a small spread going into this game but we look back at that SMU game for North Texas they really really struggled to stay in that game and just did not look great Memphis on the other hand really rebounded after the week one loss to Mississippi State I think at home in this one they get a massive win so I'm taking Memphis minus 12 and a half here against North Texas now, in my favorite bet of the day, we got Iowa traveling to Rutgers. Iowa comes into this game as the 33rd overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. Rutgers is the 51st overall team. And, you know, four Rutgers start the season out 3-0. and Good wins over Temple and Boston College. A win over Wagner in there as well. And it's a team that just never gives up and has a ton of fight in them. Um, you know, the first two weeks for Iowa weren't great. We didn't, you know, really see them do much at all. They do rebound a little bit last week with the win over Nevada end up winning that game 27 to 0 um, but again it's nevada the weather delay that game was just craziness all around so we kind of really don't know what this iowa team um has going i mean we do know that their offense isn't great they're only averaging 217.7 yards per game offensively spencer petrus really just needs to do more at the quarterback position offensively iowa just needs to do more um but it's been working i mean they're two and one on the season so it hasn't been you know a complete waste by any means um LaShawn williams at running back is another guy who i think needs to get more involved in this offense and i just haven't been super sold on the Iowa offense really overall. Um, Rutgers, on the other hand, Evan Simon at the quarterback position has done a pretty good job here to start the season. Wide receiver Chundrick Shank leads the way with 101 yards um, receiving this season. But the biggest part to this Rutgers team offensively is their running game four guys over 100 yards rushing only through three games here they also got another guy with 97 so um yes the iowa defense is strong holding their opponents to 197 or 194.7 points per game uh, but i think Rutgers is going to be able to run the ball a little bit here in this one you know they've outrushed iowa 100 by 135 yards this season and the Rutgers defense is not bad at all either holding their opponents to 240.3 points per game um, and it's a Rutgers team that has just really really impressed me this season and you know maybe it's not the best take going into Big Ten play here but I really think this Iowa team could have some struggles this season going on the road at Rutgers well it may be a strange thing to say I don't think it's going to be an easy game for this Iowa team I think this is one that's going to come down to the last possession and with Rutgers being this big of a dog 
I think they can cover this one pretty easily. I might even sprinkle a little bit on the Rutgers money line, but I'm taking Rutgers plus seven and a half to get the win or to cover here against Iowa. Now we head to the state of Louisiana as ULL takes on Louisiana Monroe for this ULL team coming to this game as the 65th overall team in the hot tip at power rankings. Monroe is the 117th overall team and both have had interesting starts to the season. Monroe losses to Alabama and Texas do get the win over Nickel State, but for the most part, it's really hard to know what exactly this team is going to look like after those three games. Louisiana, on the other hand, a win over Eastern Michigan, a win over Southeastern Louisiana, um, but they do end up losing to Rice last week, which is not the greatest look in the world. And for this ULL team, you know, they're rocking two quarterbacks at the moment. Chandler Fields, Ben Woodridge, both have passed for over 300 yards this season. Michael Jefferson at wide receiver has also been pretty solid for this ULL team. 154 yards on the year for him. Chris Smith is another guy with 116 yards rushing for this team. And offensively, it's a team that has been fairly strong this season, averaging 336 yards per game. And I really think going on the road against Monroe in this game, we'll see this ULL offense come to life even more than we've already seen. For the Monroe side on the offensive things, Chandler Rogers is only pass for 457 yards this season two touchdowns on top of that again a bit of a tough schedule with alabama and texas there um Javian Frett is the only receiver on this Monroe team who's over 100 yards. They've been decent in the rush game. Malik Jackson has led the way there. Um, but overall, it's an offense in Louisiana Monroe that I think could really struggle to get through this ULL defense. I mean, defensively, ULL has been pretty solid on the defensive side of things. 356.7 yards is all they have given up this season. Um, and while they certainly still have areas where they need to improve, they have been fairly strong this year. Monroe, on the other hand, defensively, again, they played Alabama and Texas, but they're giving up 40.7 points per game, 399.3 yards per game. Um, really what it comes down to in this game, you kind of got to throw you know, the previous matchups out the window. Obviously, when you play Alabama and Texas, those are basically written in losses to the schedule. Um, for ULL, coming off the loss against Rice, you know, yeah, potential back bounce back spot for them. But I really think this game comes down to one thing. And that's that Louisiana ULL just has more talent on their team. I don't love what this Louisiana Monroe roster looks like. I really think they struggle to move the ball in this game. I really think they struggle to score points. And I think ULL ends up winning this one, and I think they win it pretty big on the road. So I'm taking Louisiana minus eight and a half here against Louisiana Monroe. And finally, we end the day in the Pac-12, USC taking on Oregon State. USC comes into this game as the 15th overall team in the hot to bet power rankings. Oregon State is the 28th overall team. And, you know, USC has had a great start to the season. You know, couldn't really ask for much better play from them coming to the year. A big win over Rice, big win over Stanford, big win over Fresno State. Lincoln Riley just continues to show off that high-powered offense here over the first three games. And there's really not much to hate about this USC team coming into this one. Um, for Oregon State, they've also been pretty impressive. A huge win over Boise State to start the season. Um, you know, followed up with a win on the road at Fresno State. Get the win over Montana State as as well so you know they've definitely been an impressive team i mean chase nolan out quarterback 746 yards for him seven touchdowns on the season trayshawn harrison has been their lead target at wide receiver with 219 yards and two touchdowns and overall they just do a great job moving the football down the field averaging 468.3 yards per game and while it's hard to hate on this oregon state offense too much what oregon state has done great offensively 
USC has just done one step better. I mean, USC putting up 520 yards per game. Caleb Williams has led the way with 874 yards um, this season. Eight touchdowns on the year for him. Jordan Addison, who also transferred in, has been a stud at wide receiver. 295 yards on the year. Five touchdowns for him. And it's a USC team that just continues to play fast, unpredictable football. And we saw, like, especially in that Fresno State game, they were just able to, you know, put together long drives, just move the football down the field and really score points with relative ease and if they do that again in this game i think it could be a long night for oregon state not to say oregon state is a bad team by any means the oregon state defense scares me a little bit they have only allowed 357.3 um, yards per game but i'm not super sold i think US, if usc can get a few takeaways can make a few defensive stops it's really going to be hard for oregon state's offense to continue to score points and continue to keep up with this team i mean lincoln riley i keep saying it but he just continues to prove that it doesn't take four years to build a great roster and when we look at this game, you know, we look back to the last two opponents for USC. They played Stanford and, and Fresno State. People were, you know, discounting them, trap lines, whatever you want to say. And then USC just goes in and wins those games with ease. And then we get a five and a half at this game, a six, whatever it is um, at the moment, five and a half here when, when we're recording. But Vegas just continues to disrespect this USC team. Don't get me wrong. Oregon State is a good football team. It's not your typical Oregon State football team. Um, but defensively, if USC even makes a few stops in this game, they're going to cover this spread. And until USC gives me a reason not to keep betting them week in and week out, I'm going to continue to bet on Lincoln Riley. So I'm taking USC minus five and a half here against Oregon State. And that'll do it for week four of the college football season. But if you want to see more sports betting action for everything going on this weekend, head over to hottipbets.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up on the website. Got college football and NFL picks for every game going on this weekend. And of course, horse racing and the MLB being posted up every single day. So make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to stay up to date with all the computer model content being posted over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I'm making. Also, make sure you're following on Bet Stamps so you can get early access and notifications every single time that I place a bet. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Saturday's card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.